This is our devotional commentary for Psalm 32. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. Blessed is the one whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man against whom the Lord counts no iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. For when I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was dried up as by the heat of summer. I acknowledged my sin to you, and I did not cover my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. Therefore, let everyone who is godly offer prayer to you at a time when you may be found. Surely in the rush of great waters they shall not reach him. You are a hiding place for me. You preserve me from trouble. You surround me with shouts of deliverance. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. Be not like a horse or a mule without understanding which must be curbed with bit and bridle, or it will not stay near you. Many are the sorrows of the wicked, but steadfast love surrounds the one who trusts in the Lord. Be glad in the Lord, and rejoice, O righteous, and shout for joy, all you upright in heart. The happiest people in the world are those who are closely connected to God. That's the theme of Psalm 32, which begins with the joy of forgiveness, verses 1 through 5, and then moves on to show that if forgiveness is good, fellowship is better, verses 6 through 11. This was St. Augustine's favorite psalm. He had it inscribed on the wall next to his bed before he died in order to meditate on it better. He liked it because, as he said, the beginning of knowledge is to know oneself to be a sinner. This psalm was written by David. In many ways, he was a great man, but there is no doubt he was also a great sinner. Sadly, David committed adultery with Bathsheba, then tried to cover his sin by having her husband murdered. But when the prophet Nathan confronted him, David openly confessed. Psalm 51 is his great prayer of repentance. It seems that Psalm 32 was written later, after much reflection, expressing some of the lessons he had learned. David begins on a note of jubilation in the first two verses. The Psalms opened with a promise of blessing for the one who walks in God's way, which none of us do. But thankfully, a blessing is here expressed by one who has not walked in God's way, but has repented and now knows the joy of restoration. David had tried to cover his sin with denial and with more sin, but then he acknowledged his sin before the Lord, not covering, but confessing. As a result, God was willing to cover it. It's the same Hebrew word that was used of the mercy seat which covered the Ark of the Covenant in the tabernacle. The Ark contained the law of God. 
which no one perfectly keeps. But on the Day of Atonement, blood was sprinkled on the mercy seat by the high priest so that law-breaking sinners might be shielded from God's judgment. The iniquities of those who sincerely repent are no longer counted against them. Verse 2. The Apostle Paul quotes these words to show how we are justified by grace alone, through faith alone. Though we are undeserving, Christ's blood has made atonement for our sins, and his righteousness is credited to those who believe. Not only does God remove guilt so our sins are not punished, he also removes shame so we don't remain in anguish over them. Verses 3 and 4. At peace with God, we are now called to pursue a vital relationship with him. Not like a stubborn mule who is forced to obey, but like a grateful friend who eagerly receives wise counsel. Verses 8 and 9. We do the Lord's will because we want to. Out of love for him, God has made us glad, and we rejoice in him. Verse 11. Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com, and I'll meet you again next time as we abide, living daily in the Word.